Hi, I am Scott Allen Perry, not Doug Jones. I am a fallen superhero. Okay. Sci-Fi Saturday Night. It's Titty Balls. Sci-Fi Saturday Night. We will begin a mass invasion. We will tell your people to surrender now and avoid war. Don't think you can be so easily. It is now time for us to put Earth under our roof. It's your sacred duty to tell us the truth. Confess, confess that you will give you witchcraft. You expect me to believe that you can overrun the entire world? We cannot be defeated. We have never been defeated. That is the message you will bring your people. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Bye by Saturday night. Good evening, everybody. It's Talkcast 172, and it's awards night here on Sci-Fi Saturday Night. It's the first annual Brainy Awards. I don't know why we're calling them that, but <laughs> I made that decision, so screw it. Deep in Area 51 on the sub-level I-405, past the Slauson cutoff, behind the book burning for alternate eating and air conditioning suite, next to the fried green tomato body wrap and Froger hut, I am the Dome. I'd like to introduce our awards tonight in the Revere Time Vortex. The woman who has won Best Soundboard Screaming for What the Hell Was That Hum? It's Kriana. Wow, that was such a creative award. I know. <laughs> Accepting the award for Kriana is Doug Jones. <laughs> From the stacks of her personal silent zone in the Dank Dungeon Reading Room, Cool Common collected winner of this year's Best There Was a Robot Award. It's the Zombrarian. I'd like to thank the robot. I'd like to point out that the robot incident did not occur this year. It was grandfathered in. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> From the Four Color Vault of Comics in Manchester, New Hampshire. Best performance by an undead player in a, an imaginary western. It is the dead redhead. I'd like to thank all of my bitches, and I will take none of their crackish ways. Oh, God help us. It's going to be that kind of a night. And joining us, unfortunately, tonight, not knowing what he was in for when he accepted the job, is Jamie Vick who comes to us from uh, SantaClaraSunset.com. We'll talk more about what that is and and why it is and, and where it is later. Jamie, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Uh, can't you tell? Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I'm talking to my people, so you guys are all making sense. I'm not worried at all. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Somebody who finally Speak understands... The voices in my head are telling me to pour another glass of wine. Please do so. Because we want to take a few minutes uh, right at the top of the show and uh, thank Bob and Sal Silent Jim at uh, Kamikaze Con uh, yep. or Bill and Silent J and whatever. The Jeff! It was Jeff and Silent J. There we go. Uh, Kamikaze Con. <laughs> wow! Uh, There's another show we'll never be invited back to. Well, actually, it was, it was actually... I would like to thank them for not inviting the damn squirrel. I don't know it's, that they didn't invite him. Maybe he yeah, just didn't Yeah, I think we show. just avoided the squirrel all freaking day. I'm so glad we avoided the squirrel. Kind of worked for me. Creepy squirrel. <laughs> but, uh, no, we got to see a whole bunch of nice people there, and uh, we uh, met up with the New England Horror Writers Association. And Hi, Christy and they Rob. They Stacy and, and Jason and, and Rob. Stacy and, and Jason, and I think there's a Kevin in there. Yep, and Eric. And an Eric. Wait, there really is a Kevin? There really was a Kevin. Woo! Yeah! psychic interlude. Christy, that came from you. I know it. You're beaming <laughs> that name into my brain. And Christy wasn't even there this year. And Rob Watts was there, our music person. Our, our our writer of our theme song and that's right. musical genius musical genius that's right musical writer 
slash and, awesome oh, person. And and uh, let me see. Uh, Karen Goslin was there, and Nicole Hanchi, and uh, uh, Jason Casey was there. Wait, wait, I'm still on Rob Watts. The man with the crabby apples. <laughs> <laughs> he is such a nice man. I'm I sorry. know, I know. He Rob really Watts is. is just a sweetheart. It was low-hanging yeah. fruit, if you know what I mean. <laughs> literally. Oh, uh, literally. Maybe I should not pour that next oh. glass of wine. Oh, my. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't. Nope. <laughs> and we also saw oh. a mermaid. Did it yeah. bite you? did and uh, we met with the guys with anthrocon and we're going to be talking more about anthrocon in portsmouth new hampshire in the next couple of months this is anthocon not anthrocon i'm I'm sorry you're right it's anthocon that's a totally different furry event and we will not be there (laughs) i'm not joking that's really what it is yeah, we found out that that one little consonant makes a huge amount of difference. Dom says, we're going to Anthrocon! And I was like, Uh-oh. I'm not, so... No, we're not. <laughs> you can if you want to, if you if you feel that way. I, I respect that, I guess, but I will not It's a lifestyle there. choice. It, it is, a, it is. That one is a choice, for sure. It's a very odd one, I'll grant you, know, you that. You person on Steve Harvey today, who was a mascot, and she was talking about this guy who tried to date her until she found out he was a furry. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. And she'd never heard of it, and she was pretty um, disgusted. When she... <laughs> there will be pictures uh, of Kamikaze Khan and who we saw and what we did and who was there. Minus furries. Uh, and vice versa. No furries. And, and vice versa. Uh, on our Facebook page, and the link to it will be on the website. So, uh, walk, don't run. And we also have to say... Wait, we also have to say hi to our big fans. There was oh, Cam sure. and Cam's friend, and I am so, so horribly sorry. I can't remember Cam's friend's name. I'm so sorry. Please write us Cam's friend and tell us your name, and we will thank you by name on air again. But we said hi to Cam, and we also want to say hi to Dave Von Doom, who was nice and carrying our stuff around for us. And Yeah, thanks, Dave. Appreciate having you around. It's nice to put a face to the writing every once in a while. Hi, Cam, Cam's friend, you know, Chris, Quincy, Shadonda. <laughs> Shadonda, we're there. I know. We're there. So the reason it is awards night tonight is because there's a slew of Slauson awards happening this... Never uh, say that again. A slew of Slossons? Just Slossons. Okay. Just... Uh, <laughs> I, I am, so, I'm banning you from using that word. I can't use Slauson anymore. Yeah. Damn, I hate when that happens. I'm going to bleep you. <laughs> That'll be Slauson. the first time anyone... I'm going to be like... Just like that. Oh, my. I like that. All right, so, Deb, uh, who, <laughs> who's going to start off with the first uh, award? I'll start. I'll go. We'll go alphabetically. How's that? Backwards? I have no idea what anyone is talking about. What? What? <laughs> if Zombrarian is starting, that's we're starting Z, then going to A, right? Well, no, or I was going to gonna start alphabetically awards-wise and start with the ALA awards. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> everyone knows those are the most important awards. They are. Because they the start American with the letter Library A. Association Awards. Thank you, Zombrarian. Talk about the ALA awards for this year. Please. So, the ALA awards... Um, are awesome, first of all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> also, also, there was a robot. There was a robot at ALA. The robot of fame was at the ALA convention. I'm just saying ALA does good things for me. Um, <clears throat> so, <laughs> going there. This oh, year, yeah, I'm going there. This year's ALA Awards um, for Kids and Young Adult Literature were full of really awesome fantasy and sci-fi titles, including one of my very favorite young adult authors, Tamara Pierce. Um, After the ALA meetings, it gets kind of steamy in the Dark Dungeon reading room, if you know what I mean. Oh my... (laughs) Um, it's a a dungeon reading room for a reason (laughs) and I'm I can't anymore (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry sweetie 
the Prince Award, which is for teen literature that um, covers adult themes. Um, it, if you it are like into things like that, was In Darkness, which actually sounds like a really deep and phenomenal book. Um, and I, I've lost it, guys. I can't. Uh, have you read <laughs> any of the ALA nominated books? Yes! Okay, because I'm looking at the Nebula Awards and I haven't read any of these, so... Okay, but we're going alphabetically, which makes the Civil Awards next. Oh, what are those? Yes, the Dead Civil Redhead? Awards. Those also are for young adults. Wow, there's a lot of them now. Young and, adults or awards? <laughs> what's big about the Civil Awards is this year they actually gave three uh, graphic novels awards. I guess it's the first time they had the category, and three won, including a sci-fi novel called The False Prince book one of the Ascendance Trilogy which I have the link there to go to uh, Amazon if you are interested and this one looks pretty cool about civil wars and discontent kingdoms and long lost sons who are supposed to be puppet princes but really aren't and and people being killed it actually sounds pretty cool you said Sybil's Awards and, and I heard syphilis and yeah, I was like, well, young adults should not need to be worried about syphilis. No, that is not what I said. I'm so. glad. <laughs> I'm glad because Sybils. That's a whole different I'm robot. Gonna, I'm going to get sibilance if I keep sibilance. That. That's 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 a whole different robot. If you know what I okay, mean. Okay, so <laughs> moving along in the alphabet picture. Uh, the 2012 Inkwell Awards announced today uh, the new Joe Sinnott Inking Challenge results and fundraiser. Uh, Bob Almond, uh, our good did, friend, our good friend, right, uh, said that Joe Sinnott is our Hall of Fame namesake and recipient, special ambassador, and a living representative of what the art form of inking is really about. With a decade-spanning career of work to prove it, the inking challenge has become an essential platform for us to educate and teach while raising much-needed funds for operation. To best illustrate what inkers bring to the form, Sinnott pencils drawings of Marvel mainstays, The Thing, and Silver Surfer, which were then sent in blue line form to various inkers around the U.S. and elsewhere. The artists were invited to take their shot at inking Jolt and Joe at their leisure, uh, whether staying more or less faithful to the original lines or reinterpreting and recreating something different but equally special. The thing image was a breakdown, an industry term for a loose sketch, as opposed to Joe's usual tight penciling of the silver surfer art. Breakdown requires the ink artist to add more drawing to the work to finish the art in ink, thus adding diversity and challenge to the event. The original art is being auctioned off at the Inkwell's eBay store and will later be collected into book form. All pieces for the challenge will be personally signed by Justin himself, making each piece of artwork original and very, very desirable. So we will have links to all of that for you guys to go check it out and uh, see what you can come up with. Aww. Some very cool stuff. Aww. All right, here's what I have to say to Bob Bellman. You made me ink. <laughs> Aww. From Finding Nemo. Haven't you seen Finding Nemo, Dead Redhead? Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, it's okay. The Nemo, it, it's the movie that I hate and everyone likes. Yep. I saw it. It was okay. Thank you. It was not amazing. Except for the fact that Ellen was in it, because, you know. Yes, she was funny. Right? Yep. You know okay. what? You so, guys, turtles. That's all I have to say. <laughs> so, Kriana, the Nebula Awards would be next. Yeah, there's oh, a bunch cool. of stuff that's nominated for Nebula Awards, and I haven't read any of it, and I'm going to try probably not to read most of it. And why are you Thanks, going to try Kriana. not to read most of <laughs> because, it? Because I don't like award-winning literature. Kriana is weird. Oh, well, it's, we I, that. I'm, hipster, I'm hipster Kriana, and it's too mainstream. <laughs> okay, it's just too freaking mainstream for me. I'm now, I'm uh, seeing, because they, they also have a category for dramatic presentations. So, you know, now I'm kind of regretting seeing the Avengers and Cabin in the Woods, but on the other hand, Joss Whedon. I mean, I already regretted seeing the Hunger Games, so really. 
I regret it's in the hundred years beginning. There's standards this year for the Ray Bradbury Award for Outstanding Dramatic Presentation do not seem to be that high because John Carter is included on (laughs) it. And so is Looper. John Carter got a really bad rap, but it was not a bad film. It was a decent movie. It was a good B movie. It was not bad at all. But do B movies deserve a Nebula Award? Yes, they do, actually. A Ray Bradbury Award for Outstanding Dramatic Presentation. I really enjoyed that movie. Do Do I have the fuck me Ray Bradbury song? Same list of nominees as as the Avengers and Cabin in the Woods. Yes. I'm just saying. Cabin in the Woods is going to win. I can't find it, but just imagine the fuck me Ray Bradbury song. (laughs) 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 Okay. Um, And speaking of young adult literature, I have actually read a couple of the Norton Award. Um, nominees for the Nebulas. The Norton Award is the Young Adult Award. And I say um, we're talking about Young Adult Awards and we're talking about Fuck Me, Ray Bradbury, and I feel dirty, okay? I just had to put that uh, out there. Well, like, fuck me, Ray Bradbury. Is, I'm not a young adult by any that. stretch of the imagination, so I think that's fine. <laughs> Teenagers are never thinking about sex, Dad Redhead. Never. <laughs> um, but I'm sorry. To go back to this list of nominees, I do want to say that there's one absolute standout book on there, and if you don't read anything else on this list, you should still read The Diviners by Libba Bray. It's phenomenal. And Wait, she sounds familiar. She wrote um, the Gemma Doyle trilogy that I made you uh, Which I never finished, right. Um, <laughs> okay. I read the first, well, the other two weren't out yet. I read the first one. It was and right. you, Kriana, would love um, Holly Black's stuff. Holly Black is also. Which one did she oh, write? I know Holly Black. I like her stuff. Which one did she write? Yeah, she wrote. It's called Blackheart, the one that's nominated for the Norton Award this year. Is it about a pirate? They're about. I actually, heard of that one. <laughs> she she writes about fairies mostly. I've heard of Serafina. Yeah. I was I was gonna read that at some point, and then the other one I that's on here. Under novel, I was gonna read Glamouring Glass, but I couldn't figure out how to buy it off the Tor website, so fuck them. Um, <laughs> I don't get any of these magazines, so really, we're so kind to everybody today. I'm sure they're yeah. probably decent authors. Probably. Holly Black is very good. She's done comics before with. Um, Oh, and now his name is going to jump out of my head because I was going to I'm just saying, him 10 I, years oh, ago, when book, bookstores were still a thing, 10 years ago, if I went into a bookstore and I saw a little metal on a book cover, I would walk the other way. Really? Caldecott Awards and Newbery Awards you would walk away from? Yes. Okay. False. Some, somebody needs to slap her, but that's But only okay. if I saw them. If, if sometimes they tricked me and they didn't have the award on the cover of the book, that was okay. So speaking of book covers, <laughs> guess what's getting new covers? Well, wait a minute. We have one more award to go. We, oh, we do? What? We do. Why? The 2013 Saturn Awards, yes. which which is uh, put out by the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films, which is really interesting because they do television shows as well, and they've really obscured the genre to the point where it's basically we know it when we see it. What? So it's like porn awards. In the television awards, they have leverage. That and is elementary. What? Leverage? That's still on, yeah. first of all. Elementary? <laughs> we the fake Sherlock? Yeah, the fake Sherlock. Which I hear is not bad. I hear it's not as good as Sherlock, but it's not bad. But anyhow, here's here's the best science fiction films. Uh, are listed as The Avengers, Cloud Atlas, Hunger Games, Looper, Prometheus, which scares the hell out of me, and something called Chronicle, which I think I missed, but no big deal. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm looking at the television right now, and I'm horrified. Yeah, I'll get to that. Because most of them are not actually science fiction or fantasy or kind of my point. Yeah, no, it isn't. Uh, Best fantasy films, The Amazing Spider-Man, which wasn't a best anything, thank you very much. 
A Hobbit, nope. An Unexpected Journey, okay, fine. Life of Pi, Ruby Sparks, Not a Chance in Hell, Snow what? White and the Huntsman, which was just a horrible piece of tripe. Starring mouth breather and muscles. <laughs> and can, can you guys explain to me how Spider-Man's in fantasy, but Avengers is sci-fi? Exactly. No. That is a question. We don't know it when we see it. Clearly it's not porn. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, best writing. Uh, David McGee for Life of Pi. No. Quentin Tarantino, Django Unchained. Did you Unchained. see Life Absolutely. of Pi? Don't wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Django sorry, Unchained is not science out. fiction or fantasy or horror. No. no. And, and well, just, I don't understand how they caught but... fantasy. And Whedon is I... on there twice for Cabin in the Woods and The Avengers. Okay, good. Uh, All right, I'm not, stand not up having for Life of Pi, though, as a fantasy um, story, first of all. Or a story, at least it has more fantastical elements than a lot of what was nominated. Yeah. And it was pretty good. Okay. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. I see that they snubbed Hotel Transylvania for best animated film. And went uh -huh. with... Wreck-It Ralph? Shoot oh, me now. Please. Really? Yeah. please. Can anyone say brave correctly? Brave! No, that's Don't, not... because somebody will scream it from downstairs. <laughs> that's not what I meant, and you know it. Um, yeah, and then we get to television, and the head scratching starts because elementary is not science fiction. The following is really is... not science fiction. Well, no, the following that's not science could fiction. Be the following could be considered horror well, if you define horror really, really loosely to right. include thrillers. Yeah, I mean, horror still needs to include some sort of paranormal um, component, and it just, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Fringe belongs there. Okay, Fringe. I'll Once give... Upon a Time belongs sure. there. Revolution well, is Well, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Once Upon a Time belongs there because I guess it's fantasy, but holy shit, does it suck. Yeah, speaking oh. of things that don't deserve awards... I'm so now. See you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I I hear I hear the guest in the background either moaning or ready to throw something. <laughs> I, I'm allowed to throw something. I'm. I'll admit it. I'm a once upon a time person. Look! 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 Uh, I'm not saying it's not entertaining. I still watch it, but it's not by any means a quality show. <sighs> you know, the elementary made the list, so I. I but Grim did not. I'll get you a hyphen wisen. <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> okay. Like see, Grim no, Star Wars, Star Trek. You're either a Once Upon a Timer or you're a Grim. I'm no, I, I like them both actually. I can actually watch both of them because Monroe Mance. <laughs> I love Monroe. Monroe Mance. There we go. I said it. Monroe Mance. Monroe should just have his own spin-off television show called Monroe Mance and Heffenwissen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here, and I would watch here's that. One that. I don't understand at all. Best television presentation. Look at the first one there. Breaking Bad. What? <laughs> what? Breaking Bad. <laughs> I swear to God. Breaking Wait, Bad. We all say what at the same time. <laughs> okay. That's the one about the okay. drugs and the. The goddamn yes. thing is in alphabetical order. All right, all right. You know what? I th I know what happened here. I know what Please. happened yeah. here. What it's happened pointed. here is whoever puts these out did not watch TV last year. So what they did <laughs> was they got wasted, took all the pages of TV Guide, and just threw fucking darts at them. There we go. Kind of had to. Really? Can you, get, can you still get TV Guide? I don't yes, know, actually. <laughs> does that exist anymore? It does. Um, yes. The library I work in has a subscription. It's in the current periodicals room. And then when we have a year's, like, six months worth, they bind them. What? And they get put on the <laughs> shelf with the other journals. I'm not even joking. You know what, though? They did have Matt Smith on the cover a few weeks ago. So. It's true. So why is it that John Noble is best supporting actor for Friends? Since when is Doctor Who a youth-oriented series? Because he's not a main character. Yeah. John Noble is not a main character. You know, absolutely wrong. Seriously. No, it's true. They say that, what's her name? Anna Torb is the main character. Yeah, he's not defined as a main character. By the show itself. That's that is nuts. true. That is true, Dom. That is nuts. Maybe Who? nuts, but it is. Wait, I lost you. What? Who are you talking about? 
John Noble. John no the Walternate. Walter. Walter. <laughs> That's right. I tried to watch Fringe again the other day. And? I started watching SG-1 instead. Oh. You started what instead? SG-1. It was so boring. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I, I, I love I'm on season four right now. Of SG-1 okay. or Fringe? Oh yeah, of SG-1. Yeah! <laughs> and to follow up from last week, I tried again... And you guys were right, and I was wrong, and Arrow <laughs> is addicting. I'm still not going to tell you that it's, like, the best thing ever and it's my favorite, but once you... It's like Pringles. You start and it's you can totally, It's totally... It's a fucking And Pringles. then there are yeah. any more in the can, and you're reaching in the bottom, and your and hand you're is stuck, and then you really can't stop because your hand is stuck in the can, <laughs> and you don't want to call for help. Because you are embarrassed, and that's what watching Arrow is like. SG SG1 is like that. I actually, I'm on season eight, Jamie, and um, you, you'll find once they hit, I think about season six or seven, they start doing clip shows once a year. Oh, no, don't don't get me wrong. I've watched the entire run maybe oh, four times. All right, now. well, fine. I I have not yet seen the whole thing. Anyway, I just saw the okay, season I'll, I'll... eight clip show where um the guy who's a barber, is like, Sherry, you know which episode I'm talking about. You know. And it no, was I, it was actually a good clip show. Come on. Yeah. That was awesome. I was like, I'm angry that this is a clip show, but I want to know what happened. <laughs> and I, uh, the ending so to that was spectacular. Did I mention yeah. it? <laughs> no. You didn't. I especially loved the part where Daniel died again. You know, that boy's got to get And he was like, no! Oh. <laughs> it was fantastic. Because that's that's pretty much, what I think, what everyone watching it for the first time goes through. Yeah, are you oh, yeah. drunk? Yes. Okay. Well, I, I, I'll give you a little heads up. Everything changes with season nine. That's all I'm going to say. I know. You're going to like it or you're going to hate it. Um, you know, I, I started watching Arrow myself. I love Arrow. I love John Barrowman. I, yes. I, love the fact that John I was going to say, like, well, everybody loves John Barrowman. John Barrowman, when you first saw Barrowman and realized it was him, did you not go? <gasps> that was that was the last episode I watched. Okay, it was the one where he was in the back of the car for thirty seconds, and I was like, "Oh yay, John Barrowman!" But then I was confused because he wasn't naked, and he was in the back <laughs> of a car and he wasn't naked. And there were problems with that in my mind. Sometimes James wasn't there. Sometimes when I think about Firefly, I think about John Barrowman as Captain Reynolds. What? Wow. Just, just wait a minute. Just, just think about it for a minute. That's no, just you're so fired. Go home. Just, just think about it. If one of my student workers said that, I would fire them on the spot. And then I would hire. <laughs> no, no, no. Them but back just, just, just wait a minute. Just, just think about it for a second. <laughs> no. 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 As a guest, but he couldn't have been Captain Reynolds. He could have been. I could not see him as a brown coat, but I could certainly see him as part of the uh He would have been Alliance. Yeah. He would have been would... all swishy, making out with Wash. Come on. No. Adorable. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. yes. Winning. Yes. And Simon. He would hit on Simon periodically and Simon would just be like, I don't know how to respond. Oh, come on. He, he hit on, on everybody on the show. Would yes, he would. He hit on the mule. He, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing he wasn't on Fringe. I'm just saying that. Yeah. The cow that poor cow. <laughs> Speaking of which, I, I do have comic book news for anybody who's interested. Eh, do we, do we care about comics still? Yeah. Sure. Right. Go ahead. Yeah, let's, let's care about comics for a second. This kind of t goes into the whole movie thing because apparently... Jack Kirby was asked to do sketches when they when the real Argo was going down in the 70s, the whole thing that Ben Affleck based his movie on. I still don't think that's a real thing. It actually Jack, is. They made that up. Jack Kirby did sketches for what they would use for the movie set, and they have those up. We have the link there, and I thought that was just really cool. Oh, you know what else was really cool this week? Uh... I was perusing the SIFI website because... Uh... <laughs> I just thought syphilis again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. Yeah, oh, I do, and it's that bottle of wine sitting next to you, but that's a whole other story. It makes uh, me smile. 
Yeah, well, something had to. I'm glad it was that. It was that and And I stumbled across the Robot Combat League uh, premiere episode, which is now up online. Um, And, uh, you know, I have reservations about it, and I made enough snarky comments about virtually anything on sci-fi anyway. But this has a hard science aspect to it. The robot building is kind of cool. I agree. It's, I mean, it's, uh, it, it was, it was, I was about to saw, make a bitchy comment about like, didn't we already talk about this? And then I realized like that was before the show. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Like guys, we've already been over this. If you ever saw the movie real steel, which was not a great movie with uh, Wolverine movies. I wish I hadn't <laughs> seen. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it, it yeah. blah, blah, blah. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a great movie. It wasn't even a good movie. It was. It wasn't a B movie. It was like a, a D movie. Hey, but, I dreamed a dream that this movie never got made. <laughs> but I mean, the reality is, you know, there's there used to be a, a robot fighting series on Comedy Central, which yep. essentially was like uh, little vacuum cleaner robots killing each other. It was awesome. Some of them had buzz saws. It was pretty oh, damn yeah. funny. They did. Uh, and then if, if you take that and put that at one end of the spectrum and you take the movie Real Steel and put that at the other end of the spectrum, this actually falls dead center in the middle of it because these these guys look like robots and walk like robots and, and hit like the robots in the movie. And, and But you sit there and you watch the build and you watch the science and you watch uh, the sprockets and, and stuff. Sprockets? Sprockets? <laughs> Everybody needs a sprocket. What can I do? George Spacely Ironically enough, is in they're, there all, they're all delivered by Spacely. So. Absolutely. Wow. And then they all, they all go out to lunch and, and have Budarakis acolyzers, whatever. But I mean, no, it's it's one of those things that's just... What is wrong with you? Are you odd. drunk? Uh, yeah, oh, but that's okay. a whole other story. <laughs> I have an excuse then. You do. It's do. a nice mix of Junkyard Wars... And uh, the robot show from Oh, Comedy I Center. forgot about that. That was uh, funny. It actually is a good cross between those two. That was a thing at some point in the 90s. It was. It was. You used to watch it. I yep. did. I forgot about that. Or selectively blocked it out of my mind. I'm the- a gearhead, so I loved ro- or, uh, Junkyard Wards. That was like, oh, it's on. A marathon? Don't talk to me. I'm busy. <laughs> No, but it's gearhead. amateur league. Absolutely. That everyone knew about. And it was mostly like kids in their backyards attaching weed whackers to stuff. <laughs> and then sending it flying at other stuff. And it was probably really dangerous, but it was fun. That's pretty funny. That was a cool story, bro. Let's do the poll. <laughs> hey, we do the poll. I also just a very quick update on Boston Comic Con before oh, we go. Please do. Um, yes. We do have a couple more names that have been added, and I guess we are going to have an update from the official guys from in Colin. March. Woo. From Colin. Drum roll, please. I don't but have the- a sound for that. Oh, uh-uh. uh, I can, I can do, I can do like um, something like. I thought that was a bleeping machine. No, no, that's this one. Oh, okay. okay. Or, or there's this. That's that's kind of quiet though. We could try something like. That's quiet. Everyone listening at home, psych. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So there are two new big names that have, that have been announced. And one is Frank Cho, who's an amazing artist. And he is going to be back this year and signing and drawing and so forth. And the other one for the Walking Dead fans out there is Shane, the actor who plays... Shane and his real name is Sh- is uh, John Bernthal. <laughs> is and what? John Bernthal. There we go. All right, Thank he you. is probably not a douchebag himself, just his character. No, we hope scary. so. We hope so. But they are they have been added to the website, and of course they're going to keep adding. Oh, and for people who didn't know, Yaya Han is going to be there. For the if you concert. loved his cello playing, oh. No, no, no. Wow, if, racist. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, put a dollar in the racist jar, Dome. Was not racist. That yes, it was. That's totally not racist. Yes, it was. If you've been watching King of the Nerds at all, you've seen her in those tight little like blue outfits she's been oh, yeah. wearing. Um, <laughs> Hello. But she's there as well. Um, so those are the ones right now. We also have one of the Power Rangers is going to be there. Is it the Shut up, Brianna. <laughs> I didn't even say anything. Holy crap, the Power Rangers are still around? Which one? Which Power Ranger is uh, going to be there? Does it matter? Let me look. Let me look. Um, he, I'm hoping it's the one with his own. Been, he has been green and white. Oh my gosh, it was the one I was hoping it was going to be. <laughs> oh my gosh! Tommy the Green Ranger slash White Ranger slash not evil anymore, but he was kind of evil at one point. I'm gonna stop. That's wow! Okay. That was that was odd. Hey, you know what? If I can go on a spiel for a couple of episodes now about how Daniel keeps dying, you can feel free to do a short spiel about the not-evil ranger guy. But thing. he dies with with style every time. Yeah. He, yeah. So that was the update, and as new people get added, we will certainly let our fans know who we're adding. But we did have a poll. I did do a poll this week. And we had a few more people that answered this week. I think Kriana forgot to vote again. Damn it! But... <laughs> Since we're all stuck in the uh, the Arctic here in the Northeast, and some more snow is on its way on Saturday night, from what they say, um, we decided to ask, "What is your favorite sci-fi winter film?" And not something you'd watch in winter, but something that has to do with winter in the film. And so how coming do we do? at coming in at number three is Thirty Days of Night. Yeah. All right. That That's yep. cool. Yeah. It's Alaska. Good, yep, good. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a good movie, too. It really takes off. From, um, it's very close to the comic, and the only changes they made actually work, so it's okay. Um, coming in at number two is the 1980s John Carpenter version of The Thing, which deserves to be up there. I'm too young to have seen that. Oh, my God. <laughs> You can kiss my shiny metal. Clearly, <laughs> old people vote in our poll. Jamie, don't tell me you haven't seen that. I'm breathing and I call myself a geek. Hell yeah, I have. Here we go. Thank there you. We go. All right. No, the, the John Carpenter's The Thing is an amazing, amazing movie. It is. Um, it absolutely is. Yep. And coming in at number one is, you know, when you... Old school. You're, when you gotta cut open an animal and crawl inside, it must be The Empire Strikes Back. Gotta be. <laughs> I, can I just point out, when I voted in the poll, uh, The Thing and Empire Strikes Back were tied. I swayed the vote. Let's hear it for the Star Wars folk. There you go. Well played. Well played. Thank you for voting, by the way, Jamie. Oh, you're very welcome. Yeah, thanks for listening to the show ahead of time so you had a clue as to what we were actually going to do. <laughs> well, I appreciate you saying don't. that I have a clue. That's very nice of you. I, I'm just well. impressed that you agreed to come on the show after listening to the show once or twice. Which yeah. ones you know, did you listen to? Being a geek is like being in a religion. You can, you're going to hate other religions. I mean, I love J.J. Abrams. You people are nuts. Um, but at the same time, <laughs> you, you know, know Smallville can kiss my lily white Irish ass. You know, some um, people so like lens flares and some people don't. Exactly. It's like the mounds and almond joy of sci fi. There we go. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I've, I was driving around today listening to the uh, to your interview with um, Tracy Hickman, and there were a couple times I wanted to drive, you know, take my iPod and toss it out the window, but. <laughs> Woo, shout out that's Tracy. What we aim for here at Sci Fi Saturday Night. Hey, that's how, that's how you know it's art because it's eliciting emotion. <laughs> that's right. Wow. Yes. That is that true. Boom. Boom, boom, shakalaka, like a boom. So, I what did I want to hear the rest of that? The racist so. things Dome says. Wow, wait, hold on. Just calm come down. On. Aww. Just come calm on. down. Come I... on, come on. You know, I, I've been listening enough to know that Dome is not racist. He hates everybody equally. So. <laughs> oh, that was that was Illustrator X. He hated everybody equally. Really? <laughs> Which is why he's no longer with us. He's out there <laughs> with the kids on 
Yeah. You didn't say yeah. that Dome was racist. I said, I, I said that Dome was racist. Yes, you yeah. did. Hmm. So, Jamie, uh, yes. talk to us about Santa Clara Sunset, because i got to tell you, we sat here before the show, we've been, we've been looking at the website, we've gone, what the hell is this? <laughs> it's uh, Success! Honest. Yes! Oh, we, we have to talk about the guest stuff for a while? Okay. Yeah, we do. So. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal you after the show to talk about SG-1. Okay. <laughs> um, well, let me correct you first of all. It's Santa Clara Sunset, and it's very important that because uh, a lot of people call it Santa Clara, but I get a little peeved um, because Santa Carla is a very important part of it. Does anybody remember Santa Carla at all? No, if but someone... I'd, I'd like to just chastise Dome for peeving the guest in his first <laughs> sentence. Hey, Dome, who plays Q on Star Trek? <laughs> um, Santa Carla was the town. And... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, so, you guys have seen Lost Boys, right? Santa Carla. Yeah. <laughs> Santa yes. Carla is the name of the town in Lost Boys. Oh! Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so, That's too young for you, Kriana. Actually, actually, I'm younger than Kriana, and I know Lost not. Boys. It's all good. Lost I was Boys not allowed to watch it, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> now, the question is, anybody watch Lost Boys 2? Because no. oh my god! Electric did um, anybody watch Lost Boys too? Seriously, I, did. I, I watched Lost Boys too, and um, wow, I was hoping to get bitten and die right there. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, that's why on Burning Side. Her boyfriend is in it. Which one? The Corys. So Corey Heim. <laughs> the Corys are in it. The Corys are not my boyfriend. Judd <laughs> Nelson is. Well, there's only one Corey now, so I guess you really yeah, can't. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Glad, you're, but, um, glad you're not attached. <laughs> They're dropping <laughs> like flies. Um, what we did is we had, um, my friends and I, whenever I make a movie or I start a project, I always work with my friends. Um, they're very talented. They're very creative. And we sat down and uh, we just started talking about Scooby-Doo for some reason. And I said, you know, Scooby-Doo is a really cool show, but there is no way those people will get along as well as they do. You've got the jock, you've got the popular girl, you've got the science geek, you've got the stoner, and you got the talking dog. Have you ever been to the five college area? <laughs> no, I Because <laughs> I can tell you firsthand, we can get along. It just depends no, how much alcohol no. and or drugs are Yeah, Brianna, think of every Amherst boy you've ever met. Nathaniel? Got along. Nathaniel? Oh, we did get along with Nathaniel. Never mind. We can anyway, all get along. <laughs> we can all get along. Anyway. Anyway, our guest. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, we digressed. Oh, that's all right. You're a Stargate fan. I'll forgive you. Yay. Um, but it, and we had you know played around with the idea of um, doing a, a short film based off of uh, a group of reporters who are tabloid reporters. We don't get along. Uh, let's be honest. They hate each other. Um, they're only working together because the money's good. And they're sent out to investigate uh, the Michigan Dogman, which being from Michigan, it's a, it's a really cool local legend, although it's all over the country. Everybody has their own variations. I've heard of that. Yeah, only because so so it's a real a urban legend. Times. <laughs> or a folk tale. Is it an urban legend or a folk tale? It's an urban legend. Folk tales usually have a... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A moral. See, I don't have morals, That's so true. I can't think of the word. True. Um, we don't. We don't I'm hold that against you here on Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Because none of us have morals. Moving on. Um, so, uh, basically, what we do is we have uh, four main characters. We've got um, Shelley Walker, who is the lead investigator, uh, who is narcissistic. Uh, I guess the best way to put it, she's a bitch. I mean, she's just. <laughs> I like her already. Of course, well, she you thinks do. she's psychic. <laughs> she thinks she's psychic. Perfect. Um, then we've got Michael, who is the uh, the photographer for the group, um, who is all American, blonde hair, blue eyed, um, you know, football player, but he lives his life according to B movies. Oh, cool. He doesn't watch them as as movies. He watches them as documentaries. <laughs> nice. 
So any reference that he makes, I mean, and I, I went in deep. I found the most obscure B movies that I could find to pull references from. Um, so yeah, that was fun. And some of the movies aren't bad. Um, then you've got Richard, who is a short, dumpy guy, never takes a shower, but he is the analytical engineer sort of guy. Anything that they see, anything weird that happens can be explained. So he's like Hampshire um, College. Yes. yes. He goes to Hampshire where, you know, no, Michael he, is much more young. No, no, well, the not showering part is Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, it's true. Hey, I live in Detroit. You think any of this stuff is, is new to me? No. <laughs> I live among the unshowered masses. I, I mean, like, uh, look, I like Hampshire College. They're very nice people. They don't shower or have real grades. Oh, okay. They really don't. No, that's part of their mission statement. But anyway, the story. Sorry. There was Scooby-Doo. I'm now stuck on Scooby-Doo. Sorry. Good. At least you, you're kind of getting an idea. Instead of I am actually up. listening. Um. So, you know, we, we came up with this story. Um, and I thought it'd be kind of cool because Santa Carla Sunset's a newspaper is to create an online newspaper for it. But... Whereas the story itself is not is fiction, the website itself is meant to be a collection of paranormal investigations, uh, definitions, uh, you know, site reviews. We did one on uh, the Stonehenge of the United States out in Massachusetts. Um, wait, what? New Hampshire? No, that's a New Hampshire. It's New Hampshire. Wait, there, wait where? There's a what? American yes. Stonehenge. Is American, American Stonehenge. Stonehenge. I've and never been there. It was I've been there many times. Have I? It, this is what's kind of cool because it was referenced by. Um, oh, shit! What the hell's that? Where, wait, where is it? Other than it's, it's about twenty minutes from where you grew up. Well, yeah. Okay, that's it's, okay. It's that's the Salem. whole state of New Hampshire, practically. It's no. it's not that far from Canopy Lake. Oh wow! Really? Hmm. Yeah. There are no like scenic signs for American Stonehenge there. Karina, don't don't think it's like the pillars and you know the buttresses and everything. It's yeah, not. No. What is it? No. Then? It, it, it's it's, it's a, well, nobody uh, knows. Well, it's more of a site where it's um, they have kind of housing formations out of stone and so forth, and what they think are some altar rocks where the blood was drawn out. And what's really cool is that there's certain stones that align with the solstices. There are markings on the stones that they identified as uh, Peloponnesian. All right, I am looking up this up on Wikipedia. Okay. No, see, you should go to Santa Carla Sunset and look it up. Ah, there we go. That too. But Wikipedia came to mind. Um, we have uh, a couple investigators out on the East Coast that report for us. Uh, one of them, Kira Emily, is uh, this weekend. She's going back to the Lindsay, to the Lindsay Borden house to do an what? investigation, and then she's going to, uh, you know, write up a report, take pictures, send it out to us, we post it on the website. So, it, it's a nice balance between fiction and non-fiction, although some people consider Supernatural being fiction, but, you know, whatever floats their boat. Cool. It, it's, it, it's meant to be just a repository of everything that goes on in the Midwest and the East Coast. But do you have Ogopogo on there, too? We're working on it. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> I, as I said, I'm a big fan of the Fortean times, so well, that's where it, I get a lot of my stories. <laughs> the, I mean, we, we've done some really cool interviews with um, Linda Godfrey, or Godfrey, I'm sorry, from Wisconsin. She's written uh, four or five cryptozoology books that have done really well. Uh, in Michigan here, we have two authors that are they're working on their third book. It's Haunted Michigan. And it's basically a travel guide of haunted locations around the state. We have an oh, interview. Very cool. As opposed uh, to you know Massachusetts, which you know just throw a rock at somewhere and it's probably haunted. <laughs> That's Massachusetts, you know. Yeah, pretty much. You know, or we could go to Maine, where aliens show up and killer clowns, and you know. <laughs> I think killer clowns are probably it's everywhere. Good. So, so okay, where do I find? the actual series because I'm on I'm on the website is it under media uh let's see the oh see now you're gonna make me do some work I'm what? sorry Absolutely we are. I'm being really um, difficult today apparently you are but it's okay because you like <laughs> I don't know why I get so difficult 
Oh, I do, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> um, it, it should be, it, it's not under media, it's under, um, I want to say articles, my web browser. Oh, it opened up. That was awfully nice of it. Um, but no, the, the Stonehenge thing is pretty cool. But anyway, to get back to it, what we want to do is we want to populate the site with stories and then tie them in. Now, we shot the first part of the first episode um, late last year in October. And one of the stories that we were working on was the New Jersey Devil. Yep. So so we did the, you know, the research on it. And the actress playing Shelly, a uh, very good friend of mine named Mary Gibbs, um, she wrote up her article that we're going to end up posting on the website once we get all post-production done. See, that's so, really cool when you can have, like, the the series video parts tie into the actual website. That's what gets people hooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's, I mean, that was one of the things that we, we really wanted to do. Out of my group, I'm the I'm the sci or the the big sci-fi spooky. I like anything that is just out there. So when Thank it came you. time to start developing this, they're like, "Jamie, do you want to do it?" I'm like, oh, "Hell yeah!" Um, <laughs> so I mean, we've been I've been working on this script for about five years now. We were interrupted to do another project, um, but we came back to it, and it is. It's just so much fun to do. It's been a real pain in the ass to do because we've had scheduling conflicts and people dropping out and, you know, rushing to find somebody new right before we shoot. I mean, it's just been, it, it, it's, it's been a pain. <laughs> but I, I, I love the project so much and I believe in it so much that, dude, fuck it, I don't care. I'm going to keep doing it anyway. It's, it's what I love. This is an attitude that you share with certain other filmmakers. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, one of the filmmakers I'm sure you're referring to, he and I have become uh, pretty good friends, uh, Michael Doherty and I. Uh, Who is this one Michael Doherty you speak of? <laughs> he sounds familiar as if we may have had him mm. here once or twice. He, I got he a did couch. film set in space with the guys in the brown coats, you know, really cool fight scene in, in the middle of the city. He yeah. may have spent the night on my couch. <laughs> yep. It happens. So, you do um, have people spend a night on your couch, Kriana. Lots of people have spent the night on our couch, if you know what I mean. <laughs> exactly. Wink, wink, nudge, That's nudge. why it's a dark dungeon reading. I mean, mm-hmm. just kidding. Oh. oh. Sorry. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's Santa Carla kind of in a nutshell. That sounds fun to me. I want to go see America's Stonehenge now. Oh, Did you find the article? I No. No, I'm still looking for it though. I got distracted by actual conversation, which is what we're supposed to be having. So, look, hit the news tab. I believe it's right there. Is it not? I'm still looking for the videos too. I want to watch them. We don't. The videos that we have on it, we only have two videos right now, and they're public service announcements from uh, Shelley Walker. Oh, okay. So the actual web series itself hasn't come out yet. The actual web series itself. Um, is not going to be going onto the website. We're going to do it uh, completely free on YouTube and Hulu. Um, what we're doing right now is, like I said, we're still finishing up the posts on the first part of the episode. Um, we want to parlay it into a Kickstarter so we can finish the rest of the, the series. The series itself is going to be seven episodes long. Um, so, I mean, we're we're really in the planning stages of it right now to, to get the money going. Um, Cause when I do something, I really hate doing it half-assed. So, so let's talk about Kickstarter rewards for a minute then. Okay. I, I'm thinking you need a tier with a life-size replica of Bigfoot. You know, we have that on our list. Do you really? We do. Um, I've been in touch with Fathead. I love you so much right now. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. We're trying to do a Bigfoot and a Chupacabra. Nice! I need these! I need them! Absolutely. And you know the other thing? This this should make you happy, Crown. We are not offering DVDs, Blu-rays, or digital downloads. You listen to me! You really listen to me. We're we're doing it at each different tier. If you want Blu-ray, get a Blu-ray. If you want a DVD, get a DVD. If you want a digital download, now given this is going to be a couple months before we kick off the program, but we put a lot of thought into the into the gifts or the rewards, um, 
if one of the things if you do a digital download you get a free media guide mm-hmm. for the same amount of money as if you ordered the, the blu-ray or dvd nice i like it <coughs> um, <Bless> you. <laughs> thank you i i just quit smoking so this coughing thing is killing me yeah. <laughs> um, Trianna, go to the news page, and you want to look at Mystery Hill and the American Stonehenge. All right. I'm yeah, looking. It's right under the news tab. Oh, the there it is. Look at that. Yeah. Awesome. And I can tell you that the writer for this story um, has never been published before. And that's one of the things we love about San Carlos is we want to get as many people involved. Give us your first you know, your first shot at writing an article. Um, and, cool. But there are a couple rules. One, you can't make anything up. Everything that you put into an article, you have to document where your source is. Wait a minute, is. wait a minute. So someone else could make it up, and then you could cite them as a source. Just just saying. Kind of the way but, it has to work. Yeah. Well, no, we, we don't We don't use personal references. Every, like this Mystery Hill one, um, we pulled it directly from... No, given, you can't have absolute concrete reliable sources when you're talking about this sort of subject matter. Well, but, you know, but Wikipedia sort of kind of hints that they were thinking maybe possibly this is a hoax, this whole. And that's, and when you read the article, we, you know, that's in there as well. I just looked at the pictures. <laughs> they're shiny. They are. Uh, they're pretty rocks. Oh, Kriana, Kriana. What? Do you want me to read the whole article while I'm having the conversation? Jeez. No. You raised her. Yes, I know, I know. <laughs> So, Jamie, <laughs> yes. we're having a great night. Wow, <laughs> this is so much fun. So, what what's going to happen is we're going to want you back when it's time to launch the Kickstarter project. Okay. So that we can talk about it again and let our listeners get into it and see what's going on. And by then, you'll have more content and some videos on YouTube and all that. Yeah, you got to update us with links and stuff when yeah, absolutely. it goes up on the YouTubes. Because well, now, now I'm sitting here like, I want to watch this. Why isn't it on? Yeah. Hurry up! We, we do have a Facebook page that has videos, pictures. Um, each of our main reporters, uh, Shelly Walker, Michael Johansson, and uh, Richard Global Billings III uh, all have personal <laughs> Facebook pages. Um, so you can go visit them. They update in character. Uh, usually, uh, Shelly's the more busy one. She does it maybe once a week. Um, so, I mean, we, we are, we're always doing updates of what Santa Carla is doing. Um, we do have an interview coming up, or I'm sorry, an investigation coming up in a month where we're going to get to spend the evening in the Michigan State Prison. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the haunted ones, right? It is. It's acceptable. Weren't the ghost hunters there or something? Uh, Michigan State Prison has been home to, it's been a transitory prison from uh, West Coast criminals having to come up to the East Coast. Um, so we have had our fair share of relatively well-known people. Uh, the prison was around for almost uh, 100 years. And uh, it was, a. it's locally, it's, you know, you get in trouble. The, the, I, I scare my kids by saying, don't get in trouble or you'll go to Michigan State Prison. <laughs> All right. Well, my advice it. to you, bring a really subtle squirt gun because nothing freaks people out like getting wet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jamie, you're going to keep us involved and uh, keep us informed. Uh, we'll have links to your website, to the Facebook pages, and to everything else as time goes on. This is one of the oddest little projects I've ever seen, and it's, it's, it sounds like a lot of fun. Very fun. You are now best friend, and you are now on my Christmas list. Aww. So. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. Zombrarian, darling, are you with us still? I'm always with you. Awesome. What's happening in the next couple of weeks on the show? Well, next week, we're going to have Michael Lane of the Liftport Project. Yeah. Yay. To talk about his space elevator. Yay. Um, and their Kickstarter campaign. Um... We have a couple very interesting guests coming up for March, but none of them are sure exactly when in March they're going to be on the show. So it will be a surprise mystery. But coming up on March 30th, we're going to have Colin Sloan from Boston Comic Con on to tell us all about the exciting stuff we're going to see at this year's show. 
Very cool. Dead Redhead. Yes, sir. We have Sci-Fi Saturday Night as the official podcast, speaking of which, of the Boston Comic-Con, Granicon, and of ComicArthouse.com. Visit ComicArthouse.com for the best deals on original art from dozens of your favorite artists. Tonight's outro music is provided by the Traffic Lights. Pick up their CD, Hold the Folk, at RobWattsOnline.com. Don't. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was waiting. The website is SantaCarlaSunset.com. Jamie Vick, it's it's an interesting, interesting project. We're looking forward to seeing it develop further. I want to thank <laughs> the usual suspects who have joined us again tonight. From the Revere Time Vortex, the sweetheart of the soundboard, Kriana, and Grammar Girls Umbrarian. Ladies, thank you so much. You're welcome. The robot likes me. He really likes me. <laughs> From the four-color vault of comics, thank you, Dead Redhead. Mwah. Kisses, everyone. This is Dome saying, Genie, shared pain is lessened, shared joy is increased. Thus do we all refute entropy. Good night, everyone. I know.